This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 979, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, May 18th. Hello and welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 979. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is our weekly, well, in theory, weekly episode where I take a look at some of the books that came out in the week previous. Uh, today we're talking about books from May 18th. Uh, so this is, uh, we're, well, I'm recording this 12 days after that, so uh, you probably have not thought about these books in a while. So let's talk quickly about some of the books that did come out uh, on that day. We had Batman The Night, number 5 of 10, by Chip Zdarsky and Carmine J. Domenico. Uh, we have... Uh, Catwoman issue forty three. We have uh, Duo. Uh, this is uh, for, this is from uh, I guess Earth M. I don't even know what this is. Um, I guess I haven't even looked at that cover. Uh, we got Earth Prime, Star Girl. Got Electra, uh, Black, White, and Blood, um, which is issue number four. We got new issues of Eternals, Fables, Fantastic Four. Uh, we got Iron Fist. Immortal X-Men, uh, Marvel Voices, New Mutants, Nightwing, Savage Avengers, uh, Shadow War Zone, or sorry, Shadow War, uh, yeah, Shadow War Zone, I was right the first time, uh, Silk, Spider-Punk, Dr. Afra, uh, Han Solo, and Chewbacca, The Marvels, Thor, um, although I read, I read the backup, um, one of the backups, and I'll talk about that in a second, uh, we got Venom, Wolverine Patch, Wolverine, uh, and then we got Wonder Woman, The Excellent, X-Force, and X-Men Red. Uh, so I read two books. Uh, we'll start with the first one, uh, alphabetically, which was Batman Superman World's Finest, uh, which I continue to just enjoy so much. Um, it's uh, just a really fun and enjoyable book, even though it's at times, you know, kind of got deadly stuff going on with uh, this devil Neza. Um, but you got the Chapter 3 House of G. Uh, it's written by Mark Wade with Dan Mora as the artist and cover artist, and uh, Tamara, sorry, Tamara Bonvillan as colors. Uh, doing the colors, I should say, and Adia BDR doing the letters, and I just found this to be an incredibly enjoyable book. Um, you know, it's all about figuring out who's after Batman and Robin. They now know it's the Devil Neza, but they have to find out more about what that means. So we have Supergirl and uh, Robin going back in time. We have Batman and Robin trying to avoid various, like, trying to save their allies and also avoid a series of villains, including Mirror Master, Dr. Alchemy, and now a turned uh, Green Lantern. Uh, and also Alfred Pennyworth has also been turned against them. Um, I just found this to be incredibly enjoyful, uh, enjoyable um, and at times joyful. Like, obviously it's got the kind of, you know, people People turning on them and you got this kind of noose threatening to you know stop batman and robin sorry batman and superman i should say but the banter is really solid you feel like these two guys really do get along and they are friends and what's nice about it is that this doesn't lean into the the tired trope of batman you know not trusting superman and them not always getting together getting along together uh i really like their interactions here i thought it was really organic and i like seeing their friendship and how they team up and how they kind of understand each other in different ways i thought was really interesting so i thought this was just an incredibly enjoyable enjoyable, engaging book from start to finish. Uh, it's got some really great action, and again, the uh, characterization is really strong. It's just, it's a pure joy, and I think that's what I really want to say more than anything, is that Mark Wade is just having a ball. Um, what's nice is that, again, it's not really tied down to any specific continuity. Uh, it's back when Dick Grayson was Robin, so they can kind of play with things. I mean, in theory, I mean, I don't even know what the rules are nowadays with uh, with, with uh, Supergirl, because, I mean, if they were going back to, like, a pre-New 52, then Supergirl never would have been around this version of Robin. Um, but, you know, who cares? It's one of those books that you can kind of... It just feels very timeless uh, and feels like you don't have to... There's nothing about it that makes you want to kind of try and connect the dots in terms of continuity. Um, instead, it's a, it's a book that just kind of makes you want to enjoy it and jump right in. And that's 
definitely what it was for me. Uh, and last but not least from this week, uh, we have Flash number 782. Uh, and Flash has been such a joy, no offense, but when uh, Barry Allen kind of left and Wally became the kind of the main Flash of this book again, um, the book felt like it, re- it regained a sense of joy and a sense of fun. And I don't know if it's just because Jeremy Adams is really good at writing Wally, uh, even as he's actually writing two Wallys here. Uh, I just found this issue and the last issue to be, well, to be honest, Flash for a while now has been really enjoyable. And that's to say nothing that Joshua Williamson wasn't doing a fun run on Barry as well. Um, but there's just something about the tenor of what you, stories you can tell with Wally that feel different. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words. But this reminded me of what Wally kind of felt like back when... You know, uh, Grant Morrison was writing, uh, not Grant Morrison, uh, Jeff Johns was writing them, um, or, or Mark Wade in the kind of the latter half of his period. Uh, this is a more mature Wally, still Wally, uh, but a slightly more mature because he is a family man as well. Uh, our work here is by Fernando Pissarin and Matt Ryan, and you got Jeremy Cox and Peter Pandasis on colors and Rob Lee on letters. Um, and Brandon Peterson and Michael uh, Edia continue to do the cover work. Um, this is just a fun, again, another joyous issue of seeing. Uh, you know, uh, the two Wallys teaming up together, which I found to be really enjoyable. Um, yeah, everything about it, like even how they stop Girder, they bring him back to the prison, how that works. I just found this to be tremendously enjoyable. Uh, you got stealth suits, you got a lot of fun. And I think that's more than anything else. I really want to accentuate the fact that this was a, a, a big, fun Flash comic. Like it's, it's big. I think it's, I can't remember what the page count is these days, but I think it's like over your typical uh, DC issue. But I it's just it's a lot of fun it's interesting it's rated 13 plus i would have said it's not necessarily i think it's much more all readers friendly based on what was happening in this issue but um again tremendously enjoyable to see this team up between the two wallies uh you have things going on with linda and she's a speed now what does that mean um there's a lot of kind of ongoing um subtleties here in the storytelling um i just thought this was great and i'm really excited to see where it goes next now unfortunately the next issue is a dark crisis tie-in the search for barry allen so who knows if we're going to get to enjoy this you know this new uh fun sensibility for the flashbook but i really hope or that we continue to enjoy it and it doesn't end unnecessarily but so far so good i'm really enjoying it um and then next week uh for when we'll be talking about books that came, came out on the 25th and really i'll be hopefully we'll be recording in the next couple of days and that includes new issues of action comics aquaman uh, Deathstroke, Detective Comics, Robin, Task Force Z, Teen Titans Academy, The Swamp Thing. Uh, and then over at Marvel, you had uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers, Captain Carter, Devil's Reign Omega, Hulk, Legion of X, uh, Moon Knight, Punisher, Savage Spider-Man, and Spider-Man 2099 Exodus. So some good stuff that hopefully I'll have a chance to read at least a couple of those for our next review's episode. Uh, I said briefly uh, that there is an issue of Thor, issue Thor 26. Now, I'm not caught up on the current Thor stuff yet. I'm a couple issues behind. But I have read the backup here, or at least one of them. One of them is called If This Be Mercy by Tom DeFalco and Ron Friends, who are credited as a script, plot, and pencils with colors by Matt Wilson and Brett Breeding on inks with virtual calligraphies Joe Sabino on letters. I did enjoy this story quite a lot. Um, you're going to get to hear a lot of commentary on this particular 10-page story, however, um, in the next episode. Uh, the next episode, which will be hopefully be going up tomorrow, uh, we'll have a conversation with Ron Friends, and we get into this particular issue, amongst many other things. Uh, so thanks again for listening, and uh, you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks so much, take care, and have a great day. Bye-bye.